Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Pac-12 regular season is over. The Pac-12 championship has wrapped up. And the hiatus for Believe in the Pac-12 has ended. Welcome, everybody, to a special bowl preview edition of Believe in the Pac-12 on the Believe Podcast Network, along with ESPN's Ryan Leaf. My name is Jonathan Rifkind. Delighted to be with you for another edition of this podcast. We have a lot to get to. We have to preview every single bowl game. Ryan just went on vacation. I think we need a story or two about that. <laughs> and uh, and we'll probably talk about some of these All-Americans that for some reason didn't make an All-Pac-12 team, but were still voted as AP All-Americans and sort of how that process works because I'm a little confused and a little bit upset as an Oregon Duck fan about how all of this played out. But first, let's talk about sleep. Listen to these studies from Harvard and Johns Hopkins. Chronic sleep deprivation has been shown to lead to depression, diabetes, obesity, cardiovascular disease. As a person, we need eight hours of sleep. Are you a good sleeper, Ryan? I'm a great sleeper. I don't necessarily make it easy for my spouse as a great sleeper, but uh, uh, I'm a great sleeper. Are you a a cold sleep? You need to be in a colder environment? Yeah. I like it colder. Yeah, I'm a colder sleeper, too. Well, if Anna needs a little bit of help with this, you guys should get eight sleep. Eight sleep... Solves personal problems with temperature because it's tough to get a good sleep when you're too hot. I want to tell you about the Pod by 8 Sleep. The Pod by 8 Sleep is a high-tech bed designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness. It was developed by leading sleep researchers after tracking 43 million hours of sleep. It combines dynamic temperature regulation and sleep tracking to enhance your rest and recovery. It learns your sleep habits and adjusts the temperature automatically. That means if you like the bed cool, but your partner likes the bed warm... Now you have both at the same time, and it's in a crazy comfortable bed. Sleep longer and deeper so you wake up refreshed and ready to take on the world. Try the pod for 100 nights, and if you don't love it, we'll refund your purchase and arrange a free pickup. They already sold out their first two batches, so they're going fast for a limited time. Get $150 off your purchase when you go to 8sleep slash pro, 8sleep.com slash pro, E-I-G-H-T, sleep.com slash pro to get your sleep pod today. Bowl season has is, is on the horizon for all intents and purposes, and it kicks off with Washington and Boise State. It's going to be fun to see Coach Peterson in his last hurrah for now coach against his former team in the Vegas Bowl. Kurt Ryan is currently representing the Vegas Bowl with a swanky new shirt, but uh, unfortunately for the Mountain West, they will no longer be in the Vegas Bowl after this year, so Boise State sort of gets the 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 last say for that conference spreads at three and a half you know I I didn't like when this when this game was announced uh Chris Peterson's final uh game as the head coach most likely a uh head coaching with training wheels game for Jimmy Lake against uh the place that he had a lot of success at in Boise State 
And when you talk about a 12 and one football team from the Mountain West playing a seven and five team from the Pac-12, it's always interesting to see what kind of team shows up. Whether it is uh, about the performance, whether guys are going to show up and play, all of it in, in into one. I, I I don't know if if UW is going to be ready to come out and play this game. And even if they were, Boise State is is, is so darn good that it makes this football game highly entertaining. We saw it two years ago when uh, Mario Cristobal stepped up, coached Oregon in that bowl game when Willie Taggart took off in Boise State, uh, you know, beat him down late. And I, I expect something very similar. I think it's going to be a very tight football game. We'll see what Jacob Eason brings to the table and whether or not he's going to step to the next level. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Boise State plus the points here. If UW's able to win it, uh, I'll, I'll be I'll be pretty pleased um, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Broncos find a way to win this football game. Broncos have had a very interesting season. They've been switching between two quarterbacks for much of this season, and they've officially announced that Jalen Henderson has actually beaten out Hank Bachmeyer to start this game. They liked him. Uh, he actually, similar stats-wise, overall in this season with fewer games played, and they officially named him at Boise State their starter for this game against Washington um, I like the idea of taking Boise State against the spread. I think that they're gonna they're gonna lose. It's gonna be by a field goal. I don't know three and a half. Uh, Vegas is really just trying to pin some people with this one. Vegas Bowl will kick off the Pac-12 Bowl season though on December 21st. A week later, USC and Iowa in what I think will actually be uh, one of the more intriguing games. The high-powered, high-octane offense led by Graham Harrell and company, and Iowa's disciplined, strong front seven and really good corners. Um, this is going to be a, a very fascinating game to watch because it's going to be, can Iowa stop USC's high-powered offense? And can Iowa move the ball against USC enough to pull this thing out? Right now, spreads one and a half. The over-under is 52 and a half, which I think is a little high. You know, it will be interesting. This will be a real good idea to see in juxtaposition of the conferences. They say the Big Ten is much more um, talented and better than the Pac-12 conferences. This is... The Pac-12's third best football team, probably uh, the Big Ten's fourth or fifth best football team. So we're going to get a a really good uh, idea of how that looks. If USC is able to dominate, which I think they're going to be able to offensively, um, it's going to show that the Pac-12 conference is much better than people think. Iowa coming all the way across the country. USC just down the road to San Diego for the Holiday Bowl. I like USC. USC was contemplated in the Holiday Bowl a couple Years ago, that was the last time I was in the Holiday Bowl. That was a good one. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Pac-12 cred really on the line here against a 9-3 and Iowa team that has had a very interesting season. That Wisconsin game was one of the more exciting seasons for them. Um, but, again, it's going to be a really strong discipline defense against the high-powered offense down in San Diego on Friday. Following that game, you have the pleasure of listening to Clay Metfick and Mr. Ryan Leaf when they call Air Force and Washington State in the Cheez-It Bowl at Chase Field, the new home of Madison Bumgarner. This is also going to be an interesting game, but again, disciplined team in Air Force. And I think that a disciplined team in a bowl game against an erratic offense and a team that can't stop the run could end up winning this thing. You know, at first I thought it could be, you know, a very interesting football game. I just think Air Force is going to have a terribly tough time uh, in space. They just have not seen it defensively. Now, they're going to be able to score points and rush the football, but I will say Washington State's rush defense, in particular against Stanford late and Washington late in the year, 
did a tremendous job. Now, that's a totally different thing when you're going to have to go against the triple option, which is all about discipline, gap integrity, and doing those things. So this could be a shootout. It could flat and simple be a shootout. I don't think Air Force has enough stops in them that, that Washington State has. Um, I think they score a lot of points. Wherever you're at out there, just just simply take the over, and I think you'll be a safe bet right there. You take the 67 over? Oh, yeah. I think this game's 49 to 38 wow. or something like that. That's high scoring for Air Force. It's not. They scored 52 against Hawaii. Yeah, but again, do you think Washington State's defense is better than Hawaii's defense? They're probably very similar. All right. Washington State's 113th take, in the country in defense. Take the over. Take the over. Take the over. I'm with you. 67 over under. Cal, Illinois, Lovey Smith back on the West Coast to coach an Illinois team who uh, has five unimpressive wins and one very impressive win against Wisconsin. Red Box Bowl up north. This game always has the tendency to be low scoring and, and pretty pragmatic. Last year, Oregon beat Michigan State 7-6. to I really like that game. A lot of people hate that game because when do you ever see a 7-6 to game between two ranked teams you don't so I liked it over under is 43 now Chase Garbers is back Illinois is not a high powered offense uh, but they can they can put points up but against Cal's defense I don't really think they stand a chance I like the Cal minus seven it's a home game too for Cal you're in you're in in Santa Clara it is it's just gonna it's it's tough um I I see a very low scoring game um I don't know if the seven points does it or not but I, I will say this. Uh, I think this could be one of those games where Cal wins 24-21 um, like they did against Wisconsin. Wisconsin's defense was about as good as you can imagine this year, and they allowed 24 points in that game. So, um, you know, I'm, I, I think this is a huge opportunity for Cal, in particular Justin Wilcox, with the injuries that, that you know, decimated them this year, in, in particular at the quarterback position. If they could win eight games this year when it's all said and done, it really shows you where that program's going. Evan Weaver... First-team All-American, led the nation in tackles this year. Really, really impressive. Excited to see him finish out his career there with the Cal Bears uh, in the Red Box Bowl. 1 o'clock Fox, Monday, December 30th. The following day, a Tuesday, doubleheader for Pac-12 Bowl games. Arizona State and Florida State in the Sun Bowl down in El Paso, Texas. After that, Utah and Texas at 4.30. We'll get to that one here in a moment. Florida State, by the skin of their teeth, finally was bowl eligible. Missed last year. Um, first season and since 1986, I believe, since they were not bowl eligible. They canned Willie Taggart, who's now the head coach at Florida Atlantic, took a step down. Shout out Lane Kiffin now at Ole Miss. Anyways, tangent aside, Arizona State is a young team who has a lot of flaws that you see in freshmen, especially in their quarterback, Jaden Daniels. Florida State seems like a mess. Um, Cam Akers carries their offense. He's rushed for over 1,100 yards, 14 touchdowns. I think that he's the guy to stop if you're at Arizona State. Other than that, I don't see why ASU can't win this game. Yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, they, they've lost their offensive coordinator, so they're going to be going in a different route there offensively uh, in the interim until Zach Hill takes over fully, uh, the offensive coordinator, offensive coordinator from, from Boise State. For me, it, it's going to be all about Jaden Daniels and, and Eno Benjamin and what that looks like. And if they're able to do the things they've done all year long, uh, I, I don't anticipate it being a problem against a Florida State team that's really, really struggled. They found a way to get into a bowl game. They have a lot of hope on the horizon with Mike Norvell coming in to change things up, but is it going to be in time for this bowl game? I like ASU uh, to win this football game. Spreads minus five. I'm taking the spread. I'm taking the over to 55.5 points. Um, I think that's very for- forgiving for Vegas to give 
uh, the betters out there. So I agree, ASU is my pick for the Sun Bowl. Moving down at 4.30 on ESPN Tuesday, December 31st, a home game in the Alamo Bowl for Texas as they host Utah. This line opened at seven points last week. People have been betting the spread. It's moved now to seven and a half. I've always been on the Sam Ellinger is overrated um, and really can't move the ball as well as we think. Bandwagon, I'm still on that train. I think Utah's defense will expose that, and I think they're going to walk out of Texas um, really showing their teeth, especially because most of these guys are leaving after the season. This is the last game, last hurrah. It is. Um, it, you know, a year ago we watched Utah lose the Pac-12 championship, go down south, and, and – and lay an egg against Northwestern in the second half. It's always important to remember that these are young kids with, you know, new jobs, new goals on the horizon. They did not meet the expectations that were needed. Washington State was the only one that really went down and presented uh, the conference with uh, their ability. Last year when they beat Iowa State in this Alamo Bowl, Texas, Sam Ellinger, the expectations. They're a 7-5 team against a 10-2. and two. Uh, I don't necessarily like the matchup. It's an opportunity. There's nothing to lose for Texas, everything to lose for Utah on this. Uh, I'm going to take this, I'm gonna take Texas plus the points um, and, and hope and pray that Utah wins this football game because if they don't, it is a, it's a total referendum on the conference and in particular uh, the Utah Utes. I want to get to that conversation, but in a second, because uh, Oregon-Wisconsin, last bowl game, Rose Bowl, I'll be there. It's going to be really fun. Wisconsin opened up as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I was shocked. Now it's moved up to three because people have been taking the spread. I think the over-under is forgiving, 51-and-a-half. Um, I have a lot of opinions about this. I don't think that Wisconsin's offense, what we saw against Ohio State in that championship, in the Big Ten championship, was not the Wisconsin offense that we've seen all season, not from a, a Jonathan Taylor perspective, but from from a Jack Coon um, and, and sort of overall office Quintez Cephas perspective, I think Oregon front seven uh, fully focused on Taylor. If they can pressure the pocket, get Coon out in space, hopefully that'll be enough defensively. Now offensively, that's the big question mark. Mario Cristobal, who was, or excuse me, Marcus Arroyo, who was hired by UNLV as their head coach, will be coaching in this game. Um, I am f- a full believer that. He decided to pull out all of the stops against Utah because he knew he was coaching for a head coaching job. He has the head coaching job. So I'm wondering if this offense reverts back to it. We're going to underutilize Justin Herbert, try to run the ball as much as possible, dominate time of possession, which you won't against Wisconsin, um, and hopefully walk away with a, a small victory. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know if Oregon's offense is going to get to the point where they can overcome what's been a really good Wisconsin defense this season. But it's vice versa, too. I don't know if Wisconsin's defense or offense outside of Jonathan Taylor is strong enough to beat what has been a pretty solid Oregon defense as well. I, I think this is. I think this this game is about as evenly matched as you can get it. To be honest with you, and and I think it's going to be uh, competitive down to the wire, and it's going to be about what team doesn't make the mistakes, uh, what team doesn't turn the football over, who doesn't commit the, the the penalties, and the team that is more disciplined right now this year is the Wisconsin Badgers. Um, I'm really glad they got the opportunity to play in this game. I think it's going to be highly competitive. I'm going to go with the Pac-12 champion in Justin Herbert's final game uh, for him to have his standalone legacy. It's unbelievably uh, unimaginable that a possible top 10 pick in the NFL draft this year in his two biggest years 
in his college football career, he was not first team or second team all conference when it was all said and done. Tyler Huntley, Anthony Gordon this year, a year ago, Gardner Minshew, and K.J. Costello. I think the best quarterback in the conference uh, and is the Pac-12 champion not in that discussion. He's going to have one of those legacy games. They find a way to get a couple turnovers and win the football game because of that. So seven Pac-12 teams make bowl games. There was a potential that at one point all Pac-12 teams can make bowl games. Obviously, that's not going to happen. It didn't happen. Here we are. But every matchup, with the exception, I would say, of Cal and Illinois and maybe Air Force Washington State has some sort of national um, implications in terms of the conference's perception. What does the Pac-12 need to do this bowl Oh, my season? God. I think those two games, more importantly, oh, you think so? are more important. If, if, if Washington State lose to Air Force, you don't think that's going to affect the national narrative? Because it's a group of five team. You don't think if Illinois beats Cal? That's, I mean, every, one of the, every bowl game in terms of the narrative. Now, I don't think bowl games are I – think, I think bowl games are meaningless. They're, all of them. The only ones that mean anything – are the two that are played on the 28th, and they're called the National Semifinal. The Rose Bowl, maybe, because of its importance. But I don't believe... In none, none of you these don't think that Utah losing to Texas is worse than Cal losing to Illinois? No, it's, it's not. It's, they're all meaningless. It's going to be for the people in the, who start talking about the Pac-12, but guess what? There's no expansion coming. And next year, if Oregon runs the table and is in the college football playoff, that whole discussion's over with. Right, so I mean, this is this is this is fundamental uh, hyperbole, jumping off the bridge mentality. Three- Isn't that what people? That's that's sports mob mentality, though. Isn't that everybody needs an excuse to hate the Pac-12? It seems like, and this is just furthering that that dialogue. No, I mean, I don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't care if 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 the Pac-12 goes zero and seven in the bowl games. It it doesn't matter. We've already been left out of the college football playoff. That's the end of the discussion right now. All right, So the Pac-12 conference, in terms of what people think, are fifth right now. And nothing's going to change. If you go out and go 7-0 and in the bowl games, people are going to go, oh, the Pac-12 is awesome. Right. They're not. They're not going to do that either. So bowl games are meaningless. Uh, they play them because it's, it really should be tacked on as their game for next year. That's what it is. The practices, the presentable uh, moving forward, it's the final game for some guys out there. It's just a, it's an exhibition game that sits out there, and the only meaningful ones are the college football playoff, which which I understand. Um, if Texas wins, yeah, maybe there's a referendum against the Pac-12 and, and Utah being the team that was considered the fifth best team in the country before that final beating. And then you go, what were we what were we thinking? You just can't pull much from these games. Guys may not show up for Utah in this game. They may go, you know, we had every opportunity and everything we can in the palm of our hand, and we let it go. And they're just they're just you know. Debbie Downers. And then there's a team like Arizona State where your number one receiver, Brandon Ayuk, isn't even playing uh, in, in the Sun Bowl. So there are situations like that, extenuating circumstances. Not only that, coach is moving. Signing day now is Wednesday through this whole process. It's just a weird part of it. Bowl games are for TV ratings, period. You know, That's, just, that's what they are for, and they're for the teams to get extra practices. An established extra spring practice, essentially, uh, with those 15 practices or – or whatever it is before their bowl game. And then it's it's great for young kids to experience something and travel for something. And with the redshirt rule, some younger guys getting the opportunity to actually get some game experience if they haven't played in four games this year. It's also great if you're a sports better, which leads me to my bookie. 
it's an exciting exciting time for sports. Sophomore sensation Lamar Jackson. Man, what did he do on Thursday? That dude is unanimous MVP right now. He's redefining what it means to be a dual-threat quarterback. Odds on Jackson to win the MVP race were 50-1 to 1 to begin the season and have plummeted since, making my bookie's prop selection more attractive than ever. Then on the 14th, we have one of the most stocked UFC cards in a long time. Three championship fights, all highly anticipated right in the betting capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada. Without a doubt, people are going to be looking to get in on the action, and we have the best place for you to go, my bookie. If you're the kind of guy or girl who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games for a much bigger payout. My bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you get an extra grand in free money to play with. Let me let me repeat that. This is not part of the read, by the way. An extra hundred, a thousand grand. Wow. One grand, which is one grand, not a thousand grand, not a hundred grand, just one grand in free money. But a thousand bucks is a lot of money. So you get it for free. All you have to do is use our promotion BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code BLV to get your extra cash from my bookie bet win, get paid, mybookie.com. All right, story time. You had your holiday week this past week. You got to vacation to the beautiful mountains of Deer Valley, Utah, a state that has been beloved to you this entire season. Um, You got to grace it with your presence in a physical sense. How was it? It was lovely. I mean, it's it's a chance to reboot, but it was an opportunity to spend some time with my family. Uh, my son got to meet Santa Claus, which uh, I thought was going to go much worse than it did. He was <laughs> he was comfortable enough to high five Santa Claus. And what's strange about my son and and what we've heard from our family, Anna and I, is that we were like when we got some, when we saw presents, we had to open up everything. That kiddo will go get like two presents, open it up, and whatever he opens up, that's all that consumes it. There could be ten more presents sitting over <laughs> under the tree, and he could care less. His birthday is October 5th, in fact, and he still hasn't opened some of his birthday presents from October 5th. It, sorry for the people that gave us birthday gifts, too, that are listening <laughs> out there. You'll get your thank you card when he finally does open it up. But uh, it was a great opportunity to relax, um, you know, really kind of cut away from the entirety of college football, and we really got to spend some quality time with one another, and, and it's something that I look forward to doing every year after the season ends. And when we got back last night, it was, uh, you know, a kind of a refocus. And off to the New Mexico Bowl this week for Central Michigan uh, and, and San Diego State. And then a week later, um, uh, the Cheez-It Bowl for, for my alma mater, Washington State and Air Force. So I'm really looking forward to finishing my first year with ESPN and, uh, you know, our first year with the Believe podcast, Believe in the Pac-12. It's been a wild ride already almost four months in here at Believe uh, and the Pac-12. But I think we'll leave it there. We'll be back on Wednesday for another conversation. We are starting to matriculate now into basketball season. Um, that'll be a conversation, but it's going to happen. Pac-12 basketball, that's an exciting time right now. Uh, Washington's ranked. Oregon is a top 10 team. Top 8 team, two losses to UNC and Gonzaga by a combined five points after beating a number 5 Michigan on the road to open up their road trip a couple days ago on Saturday. Ryan and I will break all of that down um, here on out. But we will still have plenty of more football discussions to go. We'll also go over some recruiting, National Signing Day, early signing period, Wednesday. Doesn't mean too much, but to USC it means a lot. We'll talk about them specifically on Wednesday as well. But until then, 
Please rate, review, and subscribe across all listening platforms. This has been Believe in the Pac-12 on the Believe Podcast Network. With the holidays just around the corner, now is the time to order holiday cards for family and friends. Only this year? Why not create custom holiday photo cards quickly, easily, and affordably at simplytoimpress.com? Simplytoimpress.com is your holiday photo card headquarters with thousands of unique Christmas cards and other designs to choose from. All you do is upload your family photos, personalize the text, and you're done. Simplytoimpress.com prints your cards on your choice of premium card stock in just a few days and rushes them straight to your door. Maybe that's why the New York Times wire cutter named Simply to Impress their favorite photo card service. They even offer foil cards and hundreds of great holiday card designs for your business, too. Place your order today to save 30% and get free shipping. Just enter promo code DEAL at checkout. Save big on holiday photo cards today using promo code DEAL at simplytoimpress.com. That's simplytoimpress.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.